Over the last few months and weeks, many of the business leaders that we've been talking to have been telling us that they are worried about the impact of the current climate on their most important customer relationships. They're concerned that they're so reliant on the revenue from such a small number of key accounts. They're stressed that new business and customer growth strategies have become frantic and lack systematic, scalable and repeatable activities and processes. They're frustrated at the lack of visibility of what's going on with important clients. What do we know? What are we trying to achieve? And how do we plan to do it? And they're too heavily reliant on individuals on the team who manage key customers. The intelligence is often in their heads and the relationship is between people and not brands. If you're hearing that and thinking, yep, that sounds familiar, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to CamCast. I'm your host, David Ventura, a key account management consultant at camguru.com. In this podcast, we explore the strategies, systems, and skills you need for effective key account management. We talk to expert guests and business leaders, sharing the tips, tactics, and techniques for looking after your most important customers. This is Key Account Management Made Easy. Welcome to this first episode of CamCast. I'm your host, David Ventura, and I'm the principal Cam consultant at camguru.com, where our mission is all about supporting SMEs as they drive growth and retention with their existing customer base. In this podcast series, I'll be exploring some of the fundamental principles of effective key account management and inviting you to reflect on these within your business, your team, and your accounts. CAN is something that many businesses say that they do, and in reality, when we take a look under the microscope, often we find that routine habits have fallen by the wayside, and CAM ends up being something that we know, but often fail at doing. The good news is that realising the existence of gaps is the first step to closing them. In upcoming podcast episodes, I'll be inviting expert guests and business leaders to bring valuable insights inspiration and ideas for implementation to support us in our mission to develop, defend and grow our accounts. So in this first episode, I'd like to ask and explore the following big question. What is a CAM culture and why is it so important in today's market? CAMcast, key account management made easy. Before I dive into answering the question, perhaps I should talk about the terminology. In other words, what is CAM? We all know that businesses love a TLA, three-letter acronyms, if you were wondering. And CAM is just another one of those, of course, standing for Key Account Management. Many businesses that we meet are naturally familiar with CAM, while others will say, well, we don't have key accounts, or CAM is for bigger companies, we're just too small for that. For me, the devil is in the detail here and the nuances around language and terminology determine how connected you feel to the idea of CAM rather than the reality of its existence. Some clients will repel the concept of CAM and in the same breath will talk passionately about the strategic partnerships that they have with key organisations. Others will sell through the channel and have important relationships with distributors or consultants who sell on their behalf. Firms in professional services often prefer the term clients over customers. Charitable organisations have key relationships rather than the typical customer base that you'd find in a B2B 
organization. My point here is that when you strip CAM back to its bare bones, we're talking about how we interact and manage our most important relationships. The language choice and the nuances and definition belong to you and your business, and the principles remain the same. When a client is finding it difficult to connect with a theme or a piece of content, I often invite them to look at what they would call it and if it was called that, how would it work then? Invariably, a little tweak in the language connects the relevant dots together and then we're cooking on gas. So in my world, key account management is a set of strategies, systems and skills for following the golden rule in business to look after your most important customers before someone else does. Whether you're listening from your desk at head office of a multinational organization in the FTSE 100, or you've got your feet up on the desk in your home office, in your small to medium-sized company, my wish is that you find plenty of value in listening to Camcast and are able to start some great discussions with your colleagues and your customers that will support your journey of customer growth. So, what is a CAM culture and why is it so important in today's market? 2020 has been telling us to adapt, pivot, flex our businesses to cope with the hashtag unprecedented change that we've been faced with. And at the same time, maybe we just need to get back to basics. The fundamental business basics of creating a customer-centric set of strategies, systems, and skills that will enable our teams to ride the waves of uncertainty into calmer waters. For many organizations, winning new business has become extremely challenging in this volatile climate that's been created by the coronavirus pandemic. Growing revenues from existing customers is not a new concept, and CAM isn't a brand new innovation for today's world. Many organizations that we work with regard it as something that they've always done. And with its basic definition that I've already mentioned of looking after your most important customers, it's easy to see how we make an assumption that we have a CAM culture already. If we define culture as the attitudes and behavior characteristics of a particular group, and the group being defined as every person working within your organization, those who serve the customer, and those who serve, those who serve the customer, then we need to recognize that a CAM culture is a company-wide shift in our thinking, in the way that we behave, in the way that we plan, and the way that we collaborate with our customers. When we think about the three S words that would represent the three legs in a three-legged stool analogy, those are the strategies, the systems, and the skills we can ask ourselves what the CAM culture in our business looks like today. Do we have a robust CAM strategy that's clear and that everyone understands, accepts, and is committed to? Do we have the right systems in place to support the customer and the teams in the business who look after them? Do our people have the right level of skills required to deliver excellent service and business growth with our top clients? In a CAM culture, the customer is at the heart of everything we do, in the knowledge that sales growth and increased profitability can be seen as a downstream result of service excellence. Whilst CAM can be seen in the sales family, 
it's important not to view it as a sales technique, a tactic for quick wins and closing deals. CAM is about being a long-term trusted partner and not a transactional supplier. CAM is something that we do with the customer, not to them. In fact, to view it as simply closing more business from existing customers is leaving it too late. Much of the hard work in developing the relationships, adding more value and winning more business happens long before the close. It's easy to say that we have a CAM culture in the business and not so easy to justify its existence under microscope. And that's exactly what we need to do. I'm sure there'll be times in episodes of CAMcast where you'll think, sure, that's obvious and frankly, a bit basic. And you'd be right. The thing is that CAM is beautifully simple. And the things that are simple are never usually that easy. It's a fundamental business basic that, if we get it right, supports us and our teams in long-term, scalable and sustainable growth. And in today's market, I think it's fair to say that much of the opportunity in winning more work will sit with how we develop our existing customers, whilst also putting in strategies in place to defend our most important customers from competitor attack. When I get chatting to our clients and new prospects, I'm always interested in hearing how the market is behaving for them and what today's world of customer relationships looks like in their business. I'll share with you some of the observations that I've made from these recent conversations. For many, the more business from fewer customers trend is continuing and showing no sign of slowing up. The Pareto principle or the 80-20 law is a business staple. And in one recent study, researchers found that when the principle is applied again, in other words, 20% of 20%, we find that 4% of an organization's customers often produce around 64% of the business. That's a stat that underlines the importance of recognizing the importance of some accounts. Who are your VIPs? Some clients are telling us that their customers have changed dramatically in the last few months, and more importantly, their priorities have also shifted. It's never been more important to understand the customer's world than it is today. How have they adjusted to the current climate? What challenges are they facing? What do they need from their business partners? I was talking to a CEO a few weeks ago and he asked a great question. How do we create personal relationships in such an impersonal environment? Face-to-face meetings are now a novelty and our salespeople who normally shine when they're in the room are having to engage across technology where non-verbal cues are difficult and rapport could feel forced. This is something we're going to look at in more detail with my guest Lisa Bryce on the next episode. Lisa is an expert in NLP, another TLA that stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming and studies what excellent looks like when it comes to building rapport and influencing with integrity. We'll be chatting about how to do all that, and particularly over a video conference call. Some companies that we've spoken to recently have had to change the structure of their sales division, um, where many smaller accounts now want to be managed on a transactional model via technology. The field-based sales executives are facing reinvention or, at worst, extinction. 
Of course, it's likely that your most important customers want the best of both worlds. They want the convenience of instantaneous buying processes managed by technology whilst also demanding the consultative partnership that's built on relationships and that will add value and help them to transform their business. In a world where differentiation is one of the hardest things, relationship management and customer intimacy may be your only USP. Some things, of course, will never change, like human nature. And when life gets hard and business as usual becomes busyness as usual, it's easy to see how the once sharp and skillful management of an important customer relationship can slip into a comfortable routine and habit. With research showing us that the single biggest reason that a customer leaves a supplier is perceived indifference, perhaps our customers think that we just don't care. Meeting customer expectations is not enough if we expect to retain the business. Expectations have to be exceeded at every stage of the customer's journey. Here's the thing about expectations. All relationships can be made or broken by how we perform against each other's expectations. If our expectations are met or exceeded, we'll be happy. And when they're not met and the other party falls short of our expected experience or outcome, we're unhappy. The trouble is, in my experience, that customers whose expectations are not being met will often slip away quietly, disgruntled and seeking a fix to the problem elsewhere. To assume that an unhappy customer will speak up and give us the chance to repair the relationship is dangerous. Fear of conflict is a common and natural human trait, and customers who would feel uncomfortable bringing some radical candour to the conversation at the risk of hurting your feelings may sooner avoid the conversation altogether and deny you the right to turn things around. In a CAM culture, radical candour has to be encouraged, sought out by the team, and we must create environments where the stuff that needs to get said, gets said. It's time for the CAMcast Killer Question. Time to introduce a regular segment for the show now with the CAMcast Killer Question. Each episode, with the help of our guests, we'll be asking a killer question that's designed to get you reflecting on your business and your CAM culture and where changes in thinking and behaviour could lead to an increased customer success. This is the part of the show where we invite you to reflect on what needs to happen to close the gap between knowing and doing and decide what action you will take as a result of your thinking. So today's killer question is a simple one. What do your key customers say about you when you are not around? What do your key customers say about you when you're not around? The reason that I've chosen this as a killer question for the first episode of CAMcast is that in the pursuit of radical candour, it would be interesting and helpful to analyse what we think people might say about us behind our backs. Does our assumption match our desire? In other words, are we staring brutal honesty in the face and realising there is a possible gap between customer perception and our ideal reality? If we know what we would like customers to say about us, then we can decide what service or solution and value we need to bring to the relationship to encourage the perception 
In other words, how do we want to be seen and what do we need to do to be seen that way? So don't forget to reflect on this question and decide what actions you may want to take as a result. You might like to ask the same question to colleagues or members of your team and see what differences in opinion it brings up. The thing about perception is that it can't be wrong. It's a powerful insight into someone else's viewpoint and experience, which is, of course, a fundamental element of building rapport and relationships. You'll find a reminder of this week's killer question, along with the other key points from the episode in the show notes at camguru.com forward slash podcast. Questions really are at the heart of what we do, and we strongly believe that you already have the right answers to the challenges in your business. And at CamGuru, we act as your guide with the right questions to support you on your journey. The takeaway value from this podcast will be the questions it leaves you with as you reflect and search for the answers that will drive your pursuit for customer growth and a customer-centric CAM culture in your business. Some of the questions that this episode raises for you might include Does your business have a CAM culture? How many marks out of 10 would you give your CAM strategy? Is it clear and does everyone understand it? How many marks out of 10 would you give the systems that enable the team members in the business to manage the important relationships? How many marks out of 10 would you give the skills for your account management and customer relationship teams? We'd love to hear your thoughts and also any themes that you'd like us to cover in upcoming episode. You can get in touch via the website at camguru.com. So that's about it for this episode of Camcast. In the next episode, we'll be talking to a guest, Lisa Bryce, all about NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and how we go about creating those personal relationships in this impersonal environment. Thank you for listening to this episode of Camcast, a podcast brought to you by camguru.com, one of the UK's leading key account management consulting and training organizations. If you like this episode, we'd really appreciate you sharing it with your connections, giving us a review on your chosen podcast app, and letting us know what else you'd like to hear in an upcoming episode. You can find the show notes for this episode on the website at camguru.com forward slash podcast.